0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 67. Wow, 67 of Utopia to Me with me, your host Chris Locke. Wow, what a great time to be alive, huh? I mean like sort of because I'm looking out the window and it's kind of sunny. That's about it. The thing is, is uh, this podcast is going to be fun and I was talking to someone the other night and they said, listen, I only listen to two podcasts uh this one meaning utopia to me and one uh where the guy helps me go to sleep isn't that cool i hope you're out there somewhere wherever your ears are right now with the earbuds in the headphones on or whether you're blasting this on like some giant big old school jamaican style dance hall sound system wherever you're listening to this i hope it sort of gingerly puts you to sleep as well sometimes and you get these wild fun comfortable cozy dreams you know what i mean Kind of like, uh, I imagine, the kind of dreams you'd get if you fell asleep in a a bag of Five Guys and burgers and fries, French fries, and then the vinegar and ketchup is already on it and you're all cozy and squishy in there. Here's the thing. This episode is good because it's Drew Smith, all right? Amazing musician, magical man, Drew Smith. He composed the song for Utopia to Me. So every time the uh, podcast starts and you're like, ooh, I like that, that's Drew. He did that. Also member of the band The Bicycles and his solo stuff. And he's got a new album coming out under the moniker Bunny. So check it out. You're going to love that album. I've been hearing the songs forever. They're great. But really, Drew and I just had like an amazing fat lunch, which we will talk about on the podcast as you see, and hung out on his couch and talked about some fun stuff. And I think you all really enjoyed this mellow, fun hang zone episode so get out there throw your ears into the air blast this podcast throughout the sky and enjoy episode 67 with drew smith okay here we go enjoy and you were saying that you were like nervous today
1: i was a bit nervous because it's all uh, you know comedians on the show
0: we've had non-comedians okay um i'm sorry i think i've had a musician on i can't remember right
1: now i was checking if there was was there i couldn't maybe there was and i missed it we've
0: had a comic book artist and writer okay and i've had an author i'm sorry <laughs> no that was a good one authors are smarter than all of us <laughs> well i guess it depends on what, what they they write yeah shit maybe i haven't had a musician no i've had a musician i just can't think right now because we just got our bellies blasted at glory of india let's give a shout out to that place first it was real delicious yeah you ruined it already. Oh, man. <laughs> You're doing a terrible job. <laughs> no, glory of India. So I just want to say to everyone listening, first of all, my guest is musician Drew Smith. Good day. <laughs> from the bicycles and from Solo, Dr. Ooh, and now your new band. It's, yeah, it's Bunny. Bunny. Okay. I almost said bunnies, but it's Bunny. Bunny, yeah. Yeah. Um lovely musician and here's an interesting factoid at the beginning of this podcast that music you heard drew made
1: yeah i was uh yeah he <laughs> gave me the green light to do what i wanted to do
0: yeah well well you gave me directives. i gave my only not direction my. was like maybe a little psych garagey yeah like sound wise but not too overly happy yeah not overly happy but nice and mellow yeah I think you nailed it, oh well, thanks. did you make that raw though, or did you have that?
1: um' Cause you have lots of stuff recorded made it up, yeah, uh,
0: that's amazing,
1: yeah, and I, never, so, I didn't think you would like it.
0: That's I the one you' like, why would you give me that shit? That's the one I picked, baby, yeah. and it's been this is episode sixty seven so sixty seven times I've put that out into the internet, cool, man, yeah, and it's good that you're actually my guess too because the first episode ever i think i say a shout out to you for the for the song but i don't say it every episode <laughs> but if it, so i like i should but so when people say uh people do ask about the song though i always give you full credit and tell them where to find you and now that i know your address i'll tell them where to really come find you Love we you.
1: you should also say that we uh, co-wrote a song first too And then we we decided that it was too up. Yeah, it was too up, and it was it was like Beach Boysy.
0: Yeah, and also like this was never said, but I'm sure you listened to it after I left and were like, "Chris can't sing." (laughs) No, come on, because we didn't really sing. We harmonized a little something, but you didn't. You did fine. I did fine. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Here's I'll give you another background to the day this is like two years ago at least yeah when we did match up to try and collaborate on a jingle um i brought two giant bags of ruffle chips over it was the best day and then we drank like five beers or something it day. was the best and then i think we ended up hanging out with it, james and just talking about insane shit about the world yeah you so, guys so we kind of made a song but then we kind of also just went insane it's fun yeah i love that you you and james hit it off i don't know if you'd met james before that i'm sure you have (laughs) yeah but not as like not as concentrated it was good yeah james is a lovely man yeah so wait did you move out now and that from was like did you just move from james's place now where you guys lived up by like uh, eight nine months ago (laughs) oh okay yeah sweet lovely man uh for the people listening to this podcast You don't know who James is? Man, I'm not going to (laughs) elaborate. But James is a friend of both of ours. Very nice man. And that was a fun day full of chips and beer. So you can imagine what our uh, minds and bellies felt like after. Uh, But I wanted to... So now we know who Drew is. Musician. Bicycles. Bunny coming out soon. Look for that. Uh, I know most of the songs and they're amazing. Um, But yeah, we decided um, to try... A new Indian roti place that a lot of people in Toronto, to your credit out there, if you're one of them, has been telling me to go forever. I'm always roti cuisine of India to the max. I've never been there. It's because I used to live near there. It's up DuPont and Spadina, near there. So this one is called, it's in Parkdale, right in the heart of Parkdale, Queen and Lansdowne, Gloria, Glory of India. And it was, we're we're toast right now.
1: Toast, man, I don't want to move at all. Yeah, I don't want to move. I feel like I will squirt out some poop if I move it like, <laughs> a tiny
0: bit. Yeah, every time we hang out, we destroy our bodies. Eat too much. <laughs> yeah, it was like okay. So uh, I have to say, because I have to say this because the people that listen know, but the the roti cuisine of India, I'm championing it all the time. But i have got I got to tell you, glory of India, I had I personally had the Madras. Chicken roti, hot. You had tikka masala medium, yeah. right?
1: Medium. The man, because you can never tell. Some mediums are real hot.
0: Yeah, but the flavors to the max. Yeah, mine it's, was not hot at all, but it was really tasty. Super flavorful, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I got like a little like it was not like a soup or it's like yeah we make this mix every day like you, there was love in it. Yeah, and yeah, I got mine hot and it was hot. But me and Drew were talking about this before, but. Uh, sometimes when I go to a new Indian restaurant or something and they don't know me, I'm like, I really, I like it really hot, and they're like, Yeah, yeah, okay, because I'm a white guy, <laughs> and they think, Yeah, yeah, and then they make it like ish hot. Yeah, and I think that's what happened to me today. I feel
1: like we talked about this a bit. Like people might think like you're half Indian.
0: I would love that because we're sometimes we're like, well, he's not that white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No one time like, we, we yeah both Drew and I were talking about it's you know what it's. This is completely relevant because people are being fucking profiled in the world right now because of what America is going through. Right. So race is such a weird thing that usually urban people that mesh together for the most part don't even think about. And now it's this giant world news all the time. But yeah, we were talking about how, like I'm, I'm white to the max. Give me a break. (laughs) Uh, But we're both, we both come from mutt backgrounds. Like. true. Like, I do have weird tinges, and then when I try to, like, trace it, my, fa- my side of the family is like, I don't know, there was, like, a native guy here, black guy there, but that was... And then I'm like, when? And they're like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So sometimes when people are, like, saying I have, like, white privilege and stuff, as a joke, I like to be like, uh, excuse me, this I believe this is an olive complexion. <laughs> <laughs> but you have, like, a, a cool mix. You have the yeah. best mix in my opinion. <laughs> some Indian,
1: some... Some African.
0: That's amazing.
1: That's perfect. Two ancient some civilizations and, run through your... And
0: white. And, some and, white. and, and, white. and white. mega white. Mega white. <laughs> mega Oakville white. Oakville, <laughs> Ontario white. Yeah. And then ancient civilizations. <laughs> <laughs> There's something about like, no matter where you trace your roots from, if most of your family was in Canada for three to four generations... You're just this weird sort of like potato man from the trees. Like it doesn't, there's, Canada is like this weird blender, you know. But you're, actually your dad came here. He, he, yeah. he wasn't born here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. South Africa, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So why were we talking about that again? Oh yeah, so then I order Indian food and they're like, yeah, right, you want it hot. <laughs> <laughs> but even though I'm a white guy, I've max I've maximized my time. You,
1: you have, you've done a lot of time in Indian restaurants. <laughs> they think you're a rookie, but... You're no rookie. No, no.
0: Yeah. Ew, oh man, this glory of India was wicked.
1: I, I wish there was some card, sort of like ID card you should, could give people, just like I've done like ten thousand hours in Indian restaurants. Yeah, so they don't they know to give you like the hot stuff,
0: or like it's like a doctor's note, but it's written in Punjabi and it's from like <laughs> restaurateurs. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I know this man well. Yeah. They show a card. It's just like a picture of uh, Vishnu giving the thumbs up. (laughs) Um, No, I I feel weird sometimes when someone has like a cool slash. See, to me, in my opinion, um, like a a more exotic background comparatively to my mostly uh, white Canadian one is so much better to me. It's so interesting. But I feel like is that almost like a weird, almost condescending thing to do? Like to do like know. Oh, cool I don't think
1: it's condescending. It's natural. But yeah. I, um I get it. But I'm from like Brantford, so I can't even Yeah. My dad'd be like, Tell me more.
0: Yeah. But we were I, I like how we were talking about this. Uh did you ever go to South Africa? No. No. I would love to go. See my comedy. dad
1: has the same thing that your family had, which is like he has no desire to Trace's family, roots. Yeah. which seems weirder to me since if, you're, if you've are if you moved countries.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah should I, I should yeah say what we were talking about. Yeah, because um, my real last name is St. Pierre, and so I'd always ask my dad's side of the family, like, so we're from France or something. We're French. And they'd be like, I don't know, sure. Like, no one cared. And then on my mom's side, a bunch of us have like a somewhat darker complexion, like almost Mediterranean-y looking something. So I get that a lot. And I'm like, so where'd that come from? And they're like, I don't know. Some I think one of your great grandmas like kissed a native man. I don't know. Like they <laughs> no one gives a shit. But I feel like going on Ancestry.com it would just be like a ripoff. But yeah, another reason I'm talking a lot right now, I'm sorry. I just want to get some of the stuff out that we were talking about on the right. walk here. Because we're we're looking at the American news right now too, and we're like, you know, all these like weird white supremacists are kind of ruling right now down there to a small, hopefully small and to almost no degree soon in my opinion. But like, how, like we're just talking about how much more enriched our lives feel by mixing with all these different amazing cultures. Like, I don't know. We're how? just used to it. So it's like no big deal to
1: us. Yeah. And like you have to, I mean, there's no, it's like, it's not a big fucking deal to like yeah i talked to someone who's filipino it's just another person there's no yeah and i i don't under and and then it's like you know i always feel like people would be like "Whoa, what what was i making a big deal about there's no i know that's dumb to say but i think that's a huge part of it yeah you don't if you don't interact with people outside of your race
0: you know i think it's it's detrimental to you yeah i think it's good that the news like when they're like okay oh oh yeah my dog's whining drew has a dog named lucy green
1: yeah she totally agrees yeah
0: she loves she you thought, Look at her she looking can at sense
1: you. when i get a little bit heated up i was starting to get a little heated see <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's pretty good she doesn't lucy like are you okay are you stressed hi okay now i'm talking to a dog is this an exciting podcast yeah yeah we're used to it i just feel like it's good that the news like with this travel ban or whatever they show um like muslim families families like visibly upset so yeah. then it's like these weird like uh, sheltered people like when they see that it's like can't you see that this is just another family and but that they're
1: sometimes affected it takes a lot more than that you know yeah you know sometimes people see that and still not think that that's uh
0: a fellow human, which is weird to think. Nah, that doesn't make sense to me. Oh, well. Yeah. what losers. <laughs>
1: <Don't> tell, <laughs> tell people what the criminal... The, oh, you don't want use, that was your joke. I'm sorry.
0: I might turn it into a stand-up joke, but we were watching... Well, CP24 was on while we were eating, and they were talking about, like, someone just shot someone here in the city, and it gave me the idea of, like... I don't know. Maybe they're, like, calling them suspects and criminals on the news is too much respect i think anytime there's a crime now a criminal should just be called a loser on the news so then they're like you know the prime suspect seems to be a real loser
1: (laughs) (laughs) and you put that little bit maybe he didn't do it
0: because like he seems
1: to be a loser yeah there you go
0: yeah you're still being safe but then you're not you're not encouraging criminals to think what they're doing is cool yeah yeah maybe that's making too too light about real crime but i'm also a comedian so go fuck yourself yeah (laughs) You loser <laughs> you murderous loser um what else should we talk about this is great we're um, just basically rehashing our lunch chat we also talked true. a lot about basketball and the oj simpson 30 for 30 we did talk about 30 for 30 that was wicked and how uh amazing that show was yeah everybody should watch that um i also want to give a quick shout out you probably know her amanda lara musician i don't okay so she was a musician mostly out of kingston but she she plays shows here uh sometimes when i go on a tour as a comedian to uh uh, ottawa with some friends amanda and her husband put us up very nice she so in november because i haven't done a podcast in like months uh you're like the second one back after like this crazy hiatus so i'll just say this about my life I'm talking too much. I'm going to let go uh, soon, but... Oh, I love it when you talk more.
1: <laughs> Take the pressure off of me, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're pretty chill. I, I will. You're definitely going to be one of my all-time chillest guests, <laughs> for sure. There's some guests that talk to the max, and I love that. I just sit back. You do? Go. I can't do it. I wouldn't be able to do it. I can't do it. Yeah, I'm a real chatterbox. Well, I think also being a family man with a baby now, when I do get out of the house, I'm like, here's everything that's been in my brain for three w- days, you know? Do it. But... So Tom Henry and Sarah Hennessy and I did a mini tour end of November. Our last gig was in Ottawa and it was awesome. So shout out to Greg Houston and, and Luke Martin and everyone who hooked that up. And we stayed at Amanda and her husband's house and they were deep into the OJ 3030. Yeah. So I was super burnt out after the tour. Basically didn't move for two days and watched it with uh, Kathleen at home. Nice, man. It's magical. Everyone ate No, th- Eight hours, but five episodes total.
1: Yeah, and it's, like, t- never not
0: watchable. Everyone should watch it. Because it's not just about OJ. No. It's about... I'm sure
1: that's been, like, a, there's been some people who haven't watched it because, like, I'm sick of that shit. Yeah. But it's not. It's totally... It's a ba- basically the history of Los Angeles.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and especially... Race like, relations in Los race Angeles. Race relations with between, especially, like, the police and... Yeah, white neighborhoods versus like South Los Angeles and all these places. Yeah, good point. So if you're like one of those people that's like, yeah, I know about OJ. Whatever, yeah. he killed. I've the watched any biography. Yeah. yeah, no, this is no. meat. This is thick, juicy meat. Yeah. This it's is or-
1: organic beef. We're just saying how like he's a he, you know obviously a horrible human being who took advantage of. Things that happen naturally,
0: like the
1: race riots in LA, then he just, then that whole thing happened, and how he just capitalized on that because he's a deplorable human being.
0: Yeah, he never even liked talking about being black uh, throughout the whole success of his career. He was a brand, yeah. The OJ brand. Yeah, the OJ brand. He didn't want to be black, and then, uh, or he didn't want people to ask him about that stuff. Totally ignored it. Then come his murder trial. It was just this whole Afrocentric. yeah they're, they're you know like well wasn't johnny cochran was wearing like african colored like ties during Going the to churches yeah yeah and then uh, after oj was found innocent but then like shunned yeah you gotta watch it I just, then he starts like trying to like appeal to that community more like we're all we got and all that stuff and it's like you're a fucking <laughs> yeah, you, psychotic shit yeah you don't care about any of those people yeah, not to get too political, but it's a good way to study another super narcissistic, <laughs> self-absorbed insaniac. If you catch my d. <laughs> okay, so we're all summed up. That was a good 17 minutes <laughs> of uh lunchtime summary, but that was fun. Um I almost like we almost didn't do the podcast cuz of timing, and I got to be honest, we did lunch first anyways because I just wanted to have lunch with Drew even i didn't more than the podcast either but now we're here we're chilling is there anything what else do you have coming up as uh like so uh-huh. the bunny album is coming out soon
1: yeah in the spring yeah
0: and uh i know most of those songs right you know them
1: yeah yeah i've sent them to you yeah yeah they're <laughs> great
0: uh they're lovely you're a very good musician um you always t- tell me good music to check out too oh yeah should we mention some of those Yeah.
1: I wanted to. Yeah. Just
0: just because Okay, drop okay, I already know know mostly, but you drop all of them that you're into right now.
1: Well the big one was the once in Future band. Yeah. That who are on Castle Face Records.
0: Yeah. Everyone should listen to them. It's the best. Pretty smooth. I I summarize it as like maybe mid seventies, like songs in the Key of Life, Stevie Wonder with a more DIY punk background or something. But it's not punk. But it's got that, like, sort of immediate attitude. Yeah. yeah.
1: And, like, splashes of, like, Steely Dan and yeah, and Pink Floyd.
0: I yeah, you said the one song is pure Steely Dan. I could yeah. see it, but that's the one that made me be like, ooh. Yeah, and then you said this, this the Stevie Wonder tempo, like, totally. <laughs> the keys kind of remind me of, like, mid-'70s Stevie. And you're a mega Stevie Wonder fan.
1: I'm a Stevie I wouldn't say I'm a mega Stevie Wonder fan. I'm oh. a Stevie. I like Stevie Wonder. Oh, okay.
0: I think we have talked about him before, but okay. Maybe I, I'm sorry. I projected it more it's, on it's you. It's okay. I saw the uh, Kathleen and I last year. We no, that's why
1: because we ran into each other at a Stevie Wonder concert.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's where I yeah. met your girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I, when we were talking the other day, I was like, I remember meeting his girlfriend, but I don't remember where. Yeah. It was at the F and ACC, baby. Yeah, man. That was amazing. The, the concert he cried at. Did I cry? No, no, no. Stevie Wonder cried. Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I almost cried. Yeah. Well, Kathleen and I were going through so much, man. We were moving from... She was like... um, Let's see. She was about three to four months pregnant. Maybe four months pregnant. You know, so our first child coming. Like an incredible giant move from... A shitty place we were renting with like a shitty neighbor that was awful. To is this the the jeans guy? Yeah, the bag of (laughs) jean shorts. That's a true story. (laughs) On my yeah, on my stand up album, there's a story of a guy that tried to give me a bag of old (laughs) jean shorts. This was the guy. So then we purchased our first condo, and so all these big steps, but everything happened so fast, and we were just completely exhausted, completely emotionally a wreck. And then, then we, were, I, we were almost like, shit, we forgot about the TV concert. We have to go. And so we went with these, like, super dark, cloudy brains. And we just, like, all of a sudden the world was love all over again. It was amazing. Nice. Yeah, and he cried, too, because he sang, like... Imagine. Imagine. John and Le- full, not like he was bawling.
1: Yeah. He was really crying. Yeah,
0: because he was thinking of, like, Ferguson and Baltimore. And so this was, like, two almost no it was a year and a half ago yeah yeah
1: Whew. yeah same thing this is a heavy same episode. thing but worse a year and a half later
0: yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah i can't wait to see stevie wonder cry some more <laughs> <laughs> good music good crying um no it was heavy this is a heavy episode jesus i'm sorry it's because you have you're half black <laughs> well i'm a quarter but
1: oh shit <laughs> Okay, let's get back. And to we just maybe you know we had a heavy meal. Maybe that's heavy meal. We're getting and we're getting more like you know what's going on.
0: Yeah, I sh- I should point out because some of you will listen to this like months and months from now. The basic the travel ban, which basically started as a Muslim ban, just happened like two days ago. Yeah, and then so the so the world is a heavy place right now. The Quebec shooting. Yesterday. Quebec shooting was last night at a mosque. People were praying and murdered. So, uh.
1: <laughs> this podcast sometimes is really funny. I a and bad, funny. This is a, <laughs> a really dumb thing to say, but I had a bad weekend just emotionally, just because I, I was. I just keep on hearing about all these goddamn stupid things that the president of the United States tweets. Beyond I know. that, beyond that, and also yeah. as executive, whatever. Anyways, it's I, I was a uh, been mad all weekend.
0: Yeah, it doesn't feel like uh, reasonable people have a place in this planet anymore. It's insane,
1: and you you know, a part of me just wants to be like ignore it and be like, this is the worst fucking joke. It's not. Are you serious? And then no, it's true, and
0: it's you know becomes worse every passing day. It really does, and there's a part of me too because it it's gotten so the cloud has gotten so dark that you're like. Oh geez, like it's so it's we're like joining the dark ages so much, like how much can I even express Yeah my disdain without like getting on some weird like guillotine list like at the yeah. French Revolution or something. I feel good that there's I
1: feel really good that there's a lot of uproar though. There's like there's tons and that's encouraging
0: because a protest today in you know, in Toronto. Protest every day in at most cities in the States it seems it's true. Which is lovely. The Women's March was a positive. The- that was, like, one of the most beautiful things ever. Did you go? No, we couldn't. And we felt really bad, but we, we had Amy and we watched it on TV for two hours and, you know, tweeted lovely things. Like, I was very touched. The Women's March was the Stevie Wonder crying <laughs> of, of protests. <laughs> it was pretty heavy. It was fun. Oh, did you go? I went with my girlfriend. Oh, explain. It. Tell. Talk about it. Um... I'm sorry. I've been That's, a chatterbox for the first no, 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 no. 20 there's minutes nothing, of this thing.
1: I mean, we went there. I couldn't hear any of the speeches cuz we were far back, but it was the the whole atmosphere was great and there's was, it wasn't like people were upset, but but also it was a you know, a real feeling of community there. So that yeah. was
0: good. Yeah, it is very nice, and we saw some friends that went there with their babies attached to them and carrying. Yeah, b- and then we were like, "Oh my god, we could have gone," and we felt really, really guilty. But I don't know, just like I don't know. You can support it in don't so many different guilty. ways. Yeah, yeah. but we it were- was really lovely, and we have I I have some friends that traveled to do to go in D.C. and it's just like magic, man. And they were like. It was wonderful, but we were also scared for our lives because you couldn't move, like, wedged in with hundreds of thousands of people. But in a way, that's kind of, like, lovely, right?
1: <laughs> it, it really, uh, it was over cu- so fast, too. Like, my girlfriend and I went somewhere for, like, because we're like, we need to take a bit, like, ten minutes just to, like, because, you know, just to get away for a second. Just yeah. Because it's intense. It is, yeah. And then when we came back, it was like, almost everyone was gone. And I we think, weren't away that long. I think
0: they knew like both governments knew this is not the protest to really have like a police force out to like
1: There is um they're just there's a few out. But, but not in But the, not not in like ride gear kind type <clears throat> of deal.
0: Not in like the protests earlier last year at the police station about the yeah. Black Lives Matter. Yeah. That was bullshit. Or like the uh what was that one where they arrested everybody remember i don't know oh, anyways yeah no it's like they kind of let it was nice they it yeah. seemed like in the states too they let it go they let people be there have their say yeah they were like the police were talking to the the you know protesters that's nice yeah i think like nice. what's going on now is like most police like are they have to be like man some real human shit is happening right now
1: yeah and well the, I think one of the police officers who were standing right, right by the fence where the where the police officers were they're saying if we didn't have to work today we would be there well, we'd be nice. with
0: you guys yeah that's nice yeah and then like a day or two later Trump signs the anti-abortion global support thing that was like a huge fuck yeah yeah he's a slug don't kill me <laughs> That's the thing. Now it's like, can we be critical, or are we just going to like, or is it going to be a fascist dictatorship where they weed out their dissenters and execute them? Yeah. What do you think? They
1: come up and kill Canadians too.
0: Yeah. Well, I want to go to the states. I want to do stuff in the states. Apparently, with this travel ban, they're gonna they're gonna have the right to like check people's phones and internet activity. I've heard that. (laughs) Um, They're like, why do you keep refreshing Pitchfork? I'm like the OCs are coming out with a new album probably, Castle Face. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Once in future. Okay, so let's go. Let, we'll lighten it up. Once in future band. Once in future band are on Castle Face Records, which is my man John Dwyer. I don't know. I say I met him once, actually after a concert, but I don't know him at all. But he's one of my favorite musicians all of all time, and it's they're his record good. label. They're real good. Yeah, but it's, they're like outliers on that record label. It's mostly like garage punk and yeah, noise rock total- and stuff.
1: They're di- yeah,
0: way different. It's so,
1: but that what they do is totally. I guess people are doing it a little more, but they just went full on. Yeah, like making it lush and sound good. Like they're
0: yeah amazing players. It's a great mix between. It's totally yeah. It is weird, like DIY garagey to a degree, but not even production wise. Production is pretty crisp. Sounds great, clear. Yeah,
1: but it's not like showing. It's not like. Uh, You know, some prog stuff is annoying just because, like, okay, the 15th minute of the solo gives a shit. But it's not like that at all. It's like, they have real pop sense of, you know.
0: Well, that's what's good about our our local boys here. Bart, too, right? Bart are the best. They do these, like, yeah, these prog gymnastics with their instruments, but they keep the songs, like, three minutes. Yeah. Like, power. And they have such, like... It's like power prog. Yeah. Bart, you can use that.
1: But they're so, like, strong (laughs) melodically and everything, you know? So it's never yeah it's always good, cool,
0: yeah. How was that show? You played a show with them last It was good the week I was sick. that's true. Bart yeah. was good as always
1: uh we we did had an all right set, yeah, I got along like uh like a page long email the next day though from a musician who <laughs> was critiquing everything that who we were doing. It? I can't say, but, but do you know you do know them I know them, and but it wasn't not in your it wasn't meant like it wasn't in bad it's because this person thought it. I was letting it get away from me, sort of deal. Yeah, but it's still. I understand. It came from a good place, but I was also a part of me was like, dude, that's the first thing I read when I woke up this yeah, morning. Yeah, that's the shit. You stand at, at like, you know, eight o'clock, and it's like that's not what I want to. I mean, I I get it, but
0: you know, are they in your? You band? can also get a coffee with me. You don't have to send me this, you know. Also, they could even ask you if you want their opinion <laughs> yeah. before they just fucking... Well, this person's a good person. I, uh, oh, okay. I'm i not okay. mad at them.
1: I was annoyed. Like,
0: usually you would have conversations like that with this person.
1: Yeah. I mean, we hadn't had that type of conversation. Oh. But we've yeah. had lots of... You know, I, I get it. It's, and it's mostly...
0: It's mostly right on. Oh, I want to ask you a music thing. So, you suggested... What's the guy that used to... Playing Deerhoof that you really like. Chris. Chris uh, Cohen. I love Chris Cohen. Chris Cohen. I love him. And, um, do you like Mac DeMarco and that whole, like, school of, like, those guys? I like. It's pretty. Like, some of his other. I can't. Like, Alex Calder and.
1: I like all that stuff.
0: Yeah. I've got nothing bad to say about it. So, I was listening to, like, Chris Cohen sort of sometimes, or on Apple Music, he gets lumped in with those guys, too.
1: But it's not. I don't.
0: It's not. It's a bit more it's like, like these like,
1: arrangements are crazy
0: yeah but okay so this is like not super sophisticated music but have you heard of this guy uh Juan Waters or is that what he's calling I've him heard from? I've heard the name I he was from stuff. the garagey band like The Beats yeah uh anyway so this one Juan Waters album I listened to because I just followed the the line on Apple Music of like who I should check out uh, it was effing good, man. I gotta yeah. play this one song. I'd be down. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> All right, let's. F- we got like maybe a half hour left, so let's start seeing what your utopian world would look like. Okay. We've talked a lot about the world and where we're at at large right now. Yeah. I just have to say that I
1: I forgot that I had to prepare this. I'm not giving myself a pass or something. I'm saying
0: if this whole half hour sucks, I apologize in advance. It won't. Okay. But that's part of the fun. We find it, on the, uh, in the moment. Okay. Just can you okay. think? Okay, it can be. Okay, so that will help you. What what it is like? It can be anything. It right. doesn't even have to be on this planet. You could make your own freaking planet from scratch. That's what I like to remind people. Yeah. Because some people are like, we need to uh, adjust the infrastructure of the. It's like <laughs> no, it doesn't need to. You well, could you could be a talking cloud. I'm also worried that it just would just be like
1: everywhere you can go you can get like a like a milkshake that kind that's of that's the thing. best that's the best way i'll to just start. show how much of like a pig i
0: am that's the that's <laughs> what I'm i think we already did off the top <laughs> no it's great that's a that you know what first of all that's the perfect place to start and no one's ever said that before about milkshakes okay so you're a milkshake freak I, yeah i love milkshakes and you can get them anywhere yeah anywhere yeah People are, okay, fuck, that's amazing. Like you
1: can, you know, you go to a corner store. And everyone has milkshakes. What's your favorite milkshake? Uh, well, I like chocolate milkshakes. Like what
0: kind? <laughs> mm. Now I want one. Don't do it. We just had a huge meal. I know. <laughs> God. I have to get in shape too for, I have to be a dad. What the hell? So chocolate milkshake freak, but there's other people on this planet, in this world, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh so we'll have other options for them maybe. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Lots you of could. beverage options. <laughs> <laughs> if you, you're not
1: into it, it's cool. You can get what you want. Get any drink but you I want. But I can get milkshakes whenever.
0: I love that. So you're not like you don't you wouldn't ever you're not you don't strike me as like wanting to be the ruler of your world. Not, uh, no. like you already were like in your perfect utopian world, I already picture you going. Excuse me, as you go to get a milkshake. <laughs> I kind of like don't want to be
1: noticed at all. I just want yeah. these beautiful, things, beautiful things to exist, and I'll just be like, "Oh, that's cool," and no one just, everyone just lets me be. Uh, don't you? Is that utopia? Uh, Is that anti-social? No, that's per,
0: no, that's your, that's who you are, and in a sense, that's who you are. As I know you already, right? You're pretty chill. Don't like to. Yeah, that's great. Okay, so you're you're just sort of, like, inconspicuously getting a milkshake wherever you yeah. want. Well, maybe I, well... Is the world, like, a city, or is it, like, jungle, forest scapes, tropical islands? A lot of malt shops. Maybe, the, yeah, it's a forest <laughs> of malt shops. <laughs> I can't see the malt shop from the forest. You know that expression? No. All right. Is, <laughs> no, it's not in my utopia. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so tons of malt shops. Yep. Is there anything else? I know it d- doesn't seem like it
1: would fit together with milkshakes, but a lot, of, a lot of pickup basketball. A lot of people playing. Oh my God. A lot of so people playing. So, are we in a sunny in the-
0: environment here? It'd be pretty sunny. Yeah. That'd be sweet.
1: Like fun. Not like, even though you drink a lot of milkshakes, Yeah, you're not winded all the time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, milkshakes are like water yeah. in your utopian world. Yeah,
1: it's like the Gatorade of the Mott
0: World. I love that. Just doing like taking a break from like pick up <laughs> yeah. basketball and being like, Oh, I just need to chug this chocolate milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. So is it sort of like do you have winter or do you want it to just be like sort of a kind of season uh season round warm thing? Like I'm I'm picturing a you know, a warm spring, summer. That's nice. Oh, yeah. That good warm spring is kind of the best, eh? Yeah.
1: Ah oh, yeah. May? Yeah. Outdoor basketball?
0: Nice. I should also say, if you're listening to this later in the future, this is late January in Toronto. It is not... It's a nice day out today, but yeah, it's not people long. aren't
1: into milkshakes or basketball. Not outside. right now.
0: Not right now. Not outdoor This basketball. is half utopia to me right now, half what I miss from the summer. <laughs>
1: I think I'm gonna get my utopia in like four months. Four months from now, it's gonna come true. Uh,
0: yeah, hey, let me know if you're doing uh, milkshakes and basketball. I'm there. Um, are you still a musician in this world? Um, no, no. Oh, switch it up. Interesting. No music, because you're an amazing musician. The songs yeah. you write are amazing, and you have an incredible That's hurt, voice. I don't, that's work. Maybe I'm just a really lazy person. I
1: shouldn't. To say, me, that's like
0: having to do work. <laughs> <laughs> that's wicked. I like that. Do you ever get this feeling? Because I'm obviously deep into being a comedian now. There's no going back. I'm trapped. Yeah, but my but this feeling of be, yeah, that's sort of the feeling is like I love. I, I don't like comedy anymore. <laughs> I just know that I'm good at making it.
1: I feel that way. If I had. A- well, it's because I feel like I'm useless in all other ways, in a lot of ways. I know I can do... It's just this thing where it's like, it is work. Yeah. And it's like, oh, fuck, I gotta do it. But <laughs> you like doing it when you're doing it. Yeah. But if, you th- if you're you away from it and think about it, you're like, I do not want to fucking do that. Yeah. At all. Yeah. But then you get into it and then, you know.
0: Yeah, that's Because it's a thing with- you do. That's sort of what I'm like with comedy now. Yeah. I since i've been doing comedy for like 15 years or something and i've been successful for like three or four you know um i i want the rest of my life to just be an adventure now i don't want (laughs) uh, because i'm i think i've yeah i'm sick of it um but but you're right when you dive into it it's it's a lot it's still a lot of fun and that's that's what makes you know you're still doing the right thing but like do you ever um Oh, what the hell was I going to say? The fan going off really screwed it up. Sorry. It screwed up my mind. Oh, man. Half of this podcast is going to be super fan and not... Oops. No. Who cares. Um, What did I want to say about that? Oh, yeah. Do other people, like peers or younger, come up to you and be like, uh, listen to this song, and then you listen, and you're like, yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're doing. Okay. Like you've heard everything a million over a million times.
1: Or just like people... I I don't. People always suggest stuff, but like it's. I don't know. I think music's real personal. I it's always like
0: just stuff to you, like what you should do.
1: No, no. Oh, I thought you meant like when they're like, "Hey, check out this person. I think you'll like it a lot." And then you're like, "Why did you fucking think I would like that?" Yeah, I don't like anything about it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Like, you you never, if you're a person that's really into music, you never have, the connection to a band or musician, that um someone else has recommended to you over yeah. what you've discovered on your own what is yeah.
1: that and you do because you, sometimes you don't even know why you like i don't know yeah you have a connection to it and you're not you're not uh, even aware why it's weird when know. you have this
0: personal connection to a musician or band and then everybody it doesn't resonate with mostly anybody else and then you've got to like wonder like am i going <laughs> to stick this out or am i going to get convinced by all these other people <laughs> that i'm listening to something who who like that who give me an example oh i don't want to go there okay no on a on a broader sense you know i've always been a fan of animal collective right and they are a room splitter and i will admit that the last two albums i'm not really a fan of they have kind of gone in a direction that i'm like i can't listen to this out loud with other people around (laughs) But I still will check it out. I'll still buy it and listen to it. Um, I think Panda Bear, one of the guys from Animal Collective, has definitely gone off into a good zone over the years in his personal music. I could still stick with him 100%. But yeah, Animal Collective, have kind of split it. But before they started doing some, exper- like some stuff that I'd, was splitting me a bit down the line, um, people were always like, oh, I hate them to me all the right. time. And I'm like, I really connect with a lot of this. So what's, what's that say? I don't know. That's a weird thing, right?
1: I I mean, I get... I mean, I, I was like Panda Bear. I, yeah. I get it, though. But the other guys, I never... I'm not... I don't mean to dis. I think they're good and
0: everything. I just... It's like what you connect with. Do you find the rest of Animal Collective is like lucky to have matched up with Panda Bear to a degree?
1: No, because I well maybe i just thought he was like the most like skilled guy or just like he's so musical and i would like, what's that winter song one? he sings like an angel
0: he's what's so the- good
1: at it it sounds so good
0: yeah you're a real vocal guy too
1: like maybe that's why because i like he would do like great harmonies and stuff yeah, like, yeah all well, with himself for that yeah and it would just sound which amazing.
0: is you do too i love doing it and but he's he's a real skill at it yeah, I keep bringing this up, but I want to describe to the people that maybe haven't listened to your music before, like the pop melodies and hooks are all there and they're great. And there's like an edge to it too. It's not like, you know. But man, the vocals are your your vocals are insane. I'm and B? Hm? My B and B? Yeah. They your <laughs> your vocals are your bed and breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, totally. Yeah, you're you're a child of the Beach Boys to the max, eh? Oh yeah, yeah. See, I now I regret bringing up Stevie Wonder because yeah, you're yeah. We, I got confused because yeah, we did see each other at the concert, but you're Beach Boys man through the to the bone marrow. I, I love the Beach Boys. So the Beach Boys are in your utopian world to the max. Oh yeah, Maybe but the,
1: that's a room splitter. I know there's tons of people like it, but if the, if you play the Beach Boys for certain people, they're that like, that's like the whitest barber shop crap i've heard there's a lot of people I, I played my sister said it to me once really yeah she hates she hates because she likes usher and stuff so oh uh. <laughs> <laughs> well that's sort of like usher to me is like candy yeah you know, it's like, but i get i mean i get it um, but we agree on a lot of stuff we both like you know like d'angelo and stuff and,
0: yeah but oh you and your sister both like d'angelo yeah there's a lot of stuff we do like He's in common.
1: He's the best we like a lot of comment but there's certain stuff i can't play and there's certain stuff she plays where i'm not, like not into
0: d'angelo's music trajectory is interesting it's like take the longest break between albums yeah and then also like don't call me i'm sexy or don't like don't like me because i'm sexy or whatever yeah but, but it's like but i'm still kind of sexy but but like <laughs> damn am i sexy um yeah yeah he's amazing I wish I knew more of them. I only know the two albums. I didn't really get into Brown Sugar because... It's not... The radio... It's like dated. It's,
1: the other ones you can still... Like Voodoo,
0: you can still listen to. It Voodoo's insane. Amazing. Like, still I love great. that to the max. And then, then the latest one Brown Sugar. It's... You can't... There's like Brown Sugar,
1: the song. Brown Sugar's still great. But there's...
0: Yeah, but because like I was a kid at the time of Brown Sugar and the radio super overplayed Brown Sugar. Yeah. Um, I didn't really check that album out because of that. You know how that happens sometimes? Yeah. Um but yeah, Voodoo is just like I feel like butter is being melted in my ears. <laughs> <laughs> like it's really amazing. Have
1: you have you heard have you heard like the Brown Sugar record? No. Like, go try it. Try it. It's still there's yeah, I still will like, know, good yeah. stuff, but there's still like and if you hear him talk about it, it's sort of like he didn't do exactly what he wanted to do. I don't know if he even produced it. Ah. Oh, or maybe there was a co producer or maybe there was like I remember reading this interview with his brother, who was saying like that his his brother loved his demos, yeah, and he'd wish that his that DeAngelo had like kept it in that vein, and, but he would kind of like this is his first record, Ooh, I wonder
0: if he can like release the if he'd release the know. demos I don't know, but i
1: can't I' sort of like that. it's not there's a lot of stuff I can't listen to on that record,
0: yeah, because that is sort of around the time of like. I guess it's like mid '90s. Yeah, R. Kelly maybe ish was hot. Yeah. Black Street was that <laughs> yeah. around Black Street? There's some Black dun, Street type dun, beats. Dun, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and then you're like, and then like a year later, your mom is doing jazzercise to that song, and you're like, <laughs> get out of here. See, that's sort of like, yeah, mid '90s. Uh, growing up, mid '90s R and B got ruined for me because of that kind of stuff. Yeah, like. Like, girls doing, like, dance sequences to it in the hallway and stuff. And you're like, oh. That's when I got into, like, either super punk rock or, like, Wu-Tang or something. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, so like, Brown Sugar era was, like, around that for me where I was like, uh. Um, Step class. We really class. went off. Oh, yeah. I like the idea of, like, how about this? 1969 Beach Boys playing by the basketball court
1: i'd love it yeah i would that would be my fave yeah and there would be like a, so we take like a five minute break and play and then we they do like an acapella <laughs> just like <okay. laughs>
0: that's me by the way that's not drew <laughs> 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 can you do it i can't you, you won't you do great. it you did great i did great <laughs> that's so embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> is that oh that's girls on the beach right no the
2: warmth of the sun what the warmth of the sun
0: um so that's even before that but yeah sometimes i'm like okay so for me pet sounds smiley smile wild honey friends i love friends for me too friends i love all those records but but for me i'm like oh this is like they were even good into the mid 70s and then you look it's like well but friends is only like 70 maybe i think yeah it's like 68 yeah it's like it's not even yeah it's not even 70 yeah so i was like oh my god like how come no one talks about this those records yeah i don't know i just feel like i guess surf's up and sunflower like getting into 70s right yeah which and they're both good they're both good but they're not like i like sunflower
1: and i like like bits of of surf's up
0: yeah, like but Circe Up was supposed to be on, like, Smile, right? The, the actual song. Up. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Until then, I Die. Until hmm? I Die's on there, too.
0: Yeah. The first or second song, for a while there, when they started getting a bit more obscure and Brian Wilson wasn't writing as much, Dennis Wilson's songs were my favorite. Dennis Wilson's great. Little Bird is one of my Little all-time Bird's favorite great. songs.
1: And then I, I saw this, I have this video, you know, I watch this video, I have this video of the Beach Boys and they're like, you know what Bruce Johnson is? He's like... Feel you know, it's one of the Beach Boys who came in later, he was, like, dissing that song. And I was like, are you crazy?
0: No, there's, like, this weird, like... The Beach Boys are like America right now. There's, like, the reasonable, sort of, like, liberal-minded Brian Wilson, the Wilson brothers. And, the, and then yeah. there's these weird, all right, Mike... Neocon Mike Love. Mike Love. <laughs> yeah, he's totally...
1: Yeah, he dresses more and more like fucking Don Cherry. It's crazy. I guarantee Michael wanted Trump to be president. Oh, yeah. I'm
0: I have no <laughs> doubt. I have no doubt. Especially how he treat like what are you talking about? You treating fucking Brian Wilson like you did? You're insane. You have no idea what you how lucky you are. He's totally lucky. and then I just went
1: in like real embarrassing when you I talk saw them about live.
0: It. I, I did too. I've like the 50th. You see the 50th? No, I saw them as a kid in the 80s, during the hula bowl, Kokomo oh. had just blown up, <laughs> <laughs> which I know now I know is like the dumbest song in the world. But at the time, I was like, this is my jam. I argue about Kokomo with my girlfriend all the time. Where Are you she, for or against?
1: I'm not really either, but she hates it and oh. thinks that I and she thinks that I love it because I've defended it. But I don't love it. I just don't think it's the worst song.
0: Yeah, it's not the worst song. It's but am I, I don't one. know much about it. Is, are any of the Wilson brothers attached to it? Yeah, like Carl's on there. Hey, Carl. We
1: get there fat. That's Carl. And then we take it slow. That's
2: where we want to go.
1: Aruba.
0: Aruba. That's like no one. Who did that? <laughs> so they hired a guy Old to do Mikey. that. Oh, Mikey. Who? That's Mike. Is it? Yeah, that's Mike. Wow. Mike does all the low stuff. I got to admit, over the years, Mike Love has had some cool hats. Yeah. But that's it. That's about it. His shirts get progressively worse. Did you watch the uh, the movie with uh, Paul Dano as Brian Love? I did. I mean, Brian Wilson? I did. I like it. And I love... Um, my opinion is I really love... The John pets. Cusack. What? I love John Cusack. So. Oh, sorry. I cut you off. It's okay. You love John Cusack? I love John Cusack. Okay. So here's my thing. Um... We're barely talking about utopia to me, but this is really interesting stuff. Okay, and we never talk about this on the podcast, so it's good to talk to a music guy. But I loved Paul Dano's stuff. I didn't that, like. I didn't like the future of Brian Wilson. I like. I know. I've heard that too. But I mean, I I'm bi- I just I thought John Cusack did a good job.
1: Yeah, I, I'm yeah. That's my bias though, because I love John Cusack anyways, uh, and. I kind of, I kind of liked him in that. I don't know. I felt, I felt his. Uh, I liked him, but I also thought they could have still
0: just used Paul Dano. <laughs> yeah, like true. they didn't have to have two <laughs> players. Like they were trying to do, like that that Bob Dylan movie where they got five people right. to play him, and it was just like, what am I watching now? Yeah,
1: yeah. Who's this? Yeah, yeah.
0: And weirdly enough, um, Kate Blanchett ended up being the best Bob Dylan in that movie for me. I haven't seen that movie. Kate Blanchett's parts are good. And my friend Joe Cobden is in those scenes with her. Hi, Joe. Nice. And he gets to make out with Michelle. What's her name? Wilson or Michelle Williams. Williams. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> That's my... You told me to me for an hour would be just to kiss her <laughs> for a sec. Sorry, Kathleen. But I know you want to kiss Steve Coogan, so whatever. Nice. Steve Coogan. Yeah, my wife is in love with Steve Coogan. She would leave me for him for sure. I okay. know that. You're cool with that. Got no choice. Well, what am I gonna do? Yeah, what are you gonna do? I've been through hell before.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what, my girlfriend and I haven't gotten to that stage where we talk openly about that.
0: No. Well, I accuse that to Kathleen, but she won't. She's nice enough to be like, right. "Come on, right?" But I know. Yeah. No, no, we don't sit around being like, "I love all these other people." <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's nice no it's nice to not do that Kathleen is like so um, I mean you know me to a degree the people listening know me thoroughly if they've listened to most of these but Kathleen is very considerate of my neuroses like she's very nice kind person just a lovely kind person but I would still kiss Michelle Williams for (laughs) two seconds and get in trouble um, so yeah, you like the John Cusack one. Okay, good. But yeah, so I've listened to a lot of that and, Beach Boys stuff too. I just gonna say Paul Denno was pretty,
1: pretty good in it too. <laughs> 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 I just, cause I was surprised cause I did not like him in a, who cares about my opinion, but like I didn't like no, him in a, come on. there will
0: be blood. Oh my God. But neither did I, but he's literally playing a wretched human being. That's true. I mean, they all are yeah yeah no it is weird when that happens I feel bad for actors sometimes when like like I feel like Paul Giamatti is like that too where it's like oh that guy's a real scuzzbag and it's like <laughs> I like Paul Giamatti <laughs> exactly but in some movies he's played like the shittiest like people like horrible dude in, in the movie we're talking about actually he plays Brian Wilson's doctor or, or it's like psychiatrist or whatever or he plays uh, doesn't he play the dad is he the dad? No. Paul Giamatti plays the guy that keeps him on all oh, these weird drugs. Oh, yeah. And he's like using his money and stuff. Oh,
1: fuck. What's that guy's name?
0: In real life. Uh, the guy he's playing? On. I forget. Yeah, yeah. That's really freaky that that happened, though.
1: Eugene Landy, yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, Eugene Landy.
0: <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, that's really freaky. He was good. I totally forgot. Paul Giamatti was good? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I like watching like the '60s stuff when like, well, Mike loves getting mad at him because he's being all bizarre and weird. But he's like writing songs in the pool with like, uh, what's his name?
1: Oh, Van Dyke. Yeah,
0: I just have to say that. Have you seen this? It's
1: Mike Love on Lifestyles of, of the Rich and Famous, and no. he talks about being a ladies' man. It's on YouTube. <laughs> you can watch it. There's a bunch of scenes, bunch of scenes with him and like caves, like exploring caves, like. In, on like, his property, like I don't know where he is. I'm, a, oh. I'm guessing he owns that area, and they're like, like diving into these glorious pools, and then like toweling off, and then then talking. Then what if this is like thirty year old, thirty years younger than him wife or whatever yeah. at the time? Who talking about he's dearly, a, yeah, saying. look, I'm sure he's a good partner, but talking about <laughs> <laughs> talking about how much
0: of a ladies man he is, it's gross. okay I gotta watch it you you can find it on YouTube YouTube Mike Love Lifestyles Rich and Famous yeah that's so funny yeah um and
1: I'll defend you know I like I just have to say like I don't like Mike Love but I like I'm I I watch Kevin Love because of Mike Love basketball player by Kevin Love are they related? yeah Mike Love's his uncle you didn't know that? what? Yeah, yeah yeah And I would not, like, I always follow Kevin Love. Like, what's up with Kevin Love? And I wouldn't do it if it wasn't for my.
0: Even, do you like him now on the Cavs? Yeah. Yeah, I do. That's another thing. But I wouldn't have Both Drew and I like basketball. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Maybe I did and I forgot. But that still blows my mind right now. It's kind of weird. Ew. (laughs) But I I sort... Oh, sorry. There's this funny
1: story about, like, Kevin Love got, like, this... He was like, what's the worst? There's a segment where like, they interview all the cats and like, what's the worst gift you've ever been given? And there's this part where he goes, like, one year my uncle gave me a stapler. And it's like, oh, that was my glove. Like <laughs> the cheapest son of a bitch. Yeah. yeah.
0: Here, use this for papers. <laughs> <laughs> this is for your stats.
1: <laughs> That's, oh, <all>. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that sucks. Um,. But I was kind of I softened on Kevin Love because of the Cavs thing. Like, that's why I'm not a, the best basketball w- follower like, because I I take it so personal when someone I feel like they like I like the underdog teams. I hate it when they make that's these fine. these macho superstar teams with money. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you? Obviously,
1: but so oh, you we were talking about it. Yeah, yeah. You you, f- you feel it would be like a better it would better serve the the league if. That wasn't allowed, like the Warriors. Yeah,
0: I almost feel like if the NBA got rid of, like, six or seven teams, <laughs> I know, <laughs> that would never happen in a million years. There's a, like, there'd be, like, <laughs> he, it would also he make he it, it harder to join account. the NBA. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you wouldn't have some of these ding-dongs <laughs> knocking around, but you'd have some, you'd have way more percentage of mighty teams. The East would be better. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe not. It'll never. Yeah. I'm just so happy that any of those guys from like these beautiful sunny states come and live in Toronto. I I know what you mean. I would just like to take this opportunity to say (laughs) thank you to the Raptors. Yeah.
1: Oh, also, shout out to Kyle Lowry. Not shout out, I'm sorry. But we. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, he uh... listens. We saw Kyle yeah, Lowry a good clip today at the restaurant of Kyle Lowry saying how crazy the States is right now.
0: Yeah, we saw Kyle Lowry.
1: He's saying um, it was an embarrassment to him, basically because he's been taught to treat
0: people, all people, you know, with respect. It was very nice. Yeah, he called the travel ban bullshit on TV. Um, Very nice. And Kyle Lowry is the type of, I was saying, I would... I want to live my life like how Kyle Lowry plays basketball. Right. To the max. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, One time I thought um, he was the same height as me because he looks it sort of like on the court. He's not. He's like six feet or something. I'm (laughs) 5'9".
1: How tall are you? I'm like 5'9". You are? Like 5'9 1⁄2", 5'9". We're
0: the same height. Yeah, we're the same height. Guess who's our height in the NBA? Uh, It's Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. That's crazy. And he looks tiny you never think that no i know he looks tiny but he's like one of the best players yeah he's incredible and you see him out there like that guy's five three but he's our height we would look like i know i met blake griffin this summer and how was it speaking of like comparing our height to like the real guys yeah he's like six ten six nine it's freaky is it that yeah i'm like i'm shaking i'm meeting a life from another planet (laughs)
1: <laughs> I just feel weird because you always see these guys and there's like some guys who are so tall and haven't, seems like they haven't grown into their bodies. Yeah. That's why I think, but then you're like, there's guys out there who are like 6'10", who are like, like well-built, yeah. muscular guys. And they're not like lanky
0: bean poles. It's like... Oh, on the walk here, I was talking to you about Paul Be- uh, Paul Beatty's The Sellout, which anyone listening should read. It's one of the best books of the last bunch of years paul Beatty's a seller but i was trying to tell you about how funny it is he's it's so funny but it's uh, yeah it has a lot to do with race in la too that's what god was talking about the oj thing too but he has a funny joke about he's comparison comparing oh what was it it was like oh i can't remember the comparison but he was ca- comparing people that the, the thing is like people that are like eh what else are you gonna do he was comparing those type of people may as well do it like he's comparing those type of people to seven foot people like do uh, like do they really care about basketball (laughs) it's like no but what else are they gonna do (laughs) like you know it's uh, the way he wrote uh, i wish i brought the book with me but the way he wrote it was really funny because it's like yeah i don't really care about basketball but jesus christ i'm seven feet and they'll give me millions of dollars (laughs) they'll give me millions of dollars to swat the ball away from a from an actually skilled athlete thomas from Isaiah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Fuck. Okay. So we. So I, can I go to this utopian world with you? Yeah. Okay, totally. So now we're both five nine, playing street ball with milkshakes while listening to the Beach Boys. That's pretty sick. Are there gonna be yeah. tall guys just destroying us? There's gonna be tall
1: guys, but we're not scared. We can <laughs> we can hang with anybody. That would rule. We can do it. We can hmm. probably. I don't want to. Maybe you know. Maybe we can dunk. I've never dunked in my life. Just no, say. No, no, it.
0: I just want to. I'd be nice to feel what that's like. Shy Canadian musicians are so humble about building their utopian world. <laughs> maybe we can dunk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you maybe, can be like me. Oh, finger roll's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. I don't need to dunk. I'd just sell for a jumper. <laughs>
0: No, you could be like, "I could jump to the moon and punch that's Mars. too much, dude that's too much <laughs> to the moon I, don't, I, yeah. I feel like President Donald Trump would want to be able to do everything, yeah, see he see we're like the opposite of him. We're like it's okay, I don't need to do everything. you know what I heard something he's like I can do everything
1: i don't. I don't know if this will really interest you or not, but it made me feel good I, not that I've ever thought I was a psychopath but if you feel there is a doctor i think something's wrong with me yeah um i think there's something wrong with me but this uh, <laughs> guy was saying if you feel like the opposite of being a psychopath is feeling social anxiety uh, and so i was like Whoa, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah i just I'm like i'm for sure not a psychopath because i feel I have social anxiety most every day
0: yeah so i feel
1: good about that yeah you, you are a good, shy guy can you is it good to feel good about in that in fact
0: sometimes i feel like the fact that you and i can have conversations and connect i almost feel lucky because i notice that you are shy and don't talk that much so i'm like yes nice <laughs> yeah no i think yeah sometimes you're like like i'll say to a friend like i think i'm going crazy and then my friend will be like people that are crazy don't think they're crazy yeah <laughs> I've,
1: I've heard other people say that and like uh like a musician we well, I'm not gonna say her name but she's like Ooh, she's just you know like can. afraid she was a sociopath and it's like you're not a sociopath number one you're like a really sensitive person who's consider it's shown that they're considerate of other people's feelings that rules you out
0: automatically you know what's funny is like real artsy people with these kind of brains. We we are so vulnerable because of like how, what we put ourse- ourselves into our work, like how we do that, and like how sensitive we are to be creative and express ourselves about how we feel about the world and all that stuff. That yeah, there are genuine psychotic yeah. narcissist megalomaniacs running around, and then and they don't even think about this. They don't just think like, about it at all because they're they're busy putting their foot up someone's ass. Yeah, destroying the planet in some regards and sometimes and we're like am i like that (laughs) (laughs) in our little comfy like hooded sweatshirts being like i got this weird idea where i know something's wrong with me (laughs) yeah (laughs) we're weak artists are weak i don't understand like i was talking about i was like i met i met this old neighbor of mine recently well he's older he's like getting older but uh he's been around the block a bunch of times and of course we were talking about politics because it was like last week and just everything's crazy right now. And I was like, yeah, talking about like, sometimes I feel like we live in this really sort of self-indulgent society where like a lot of people my age in our generation get to be artists, like musicians and comedians. And like, I feel dumb being a comedian when the world is so crazy sometimes. Like, am I, is that a self-indulgent career? to be like, I'm a goof. But then he was like, yeah, but like hundreds of years ago, the jester was one of the most important people in society because they were like the only ones that got to say the real shit. Yeah. You know? And, like, and it's not society like you, would evolve from that. It's not like you decided on this overnight
1: either. You've been doing it for years and years.
0: I literally cannot be anything else other than a goof. Like it was so obvious like all my life. Yeah. Um, like some sort of emotional... Goof, <laughs> but it does make me because because war is so prevalent in our society and and like you know the the conflict between ideologies and and survival for survival and stuff. It does make me feel like how has art ever fit in, or like a uh, being an artist ever fit in? Like it's really bizarre.
1: Yeah. And, but, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, I'm going to do this song about how I feel about this girl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but see, we're coming from the same place. Because when I tell a joke about like uh, feeling nuts, I forget like uh, what an example of one of my newer jokes. Uh, but people were, like, I, I'm hard on myself. Like this is, you know, I'm lucky people are watching this same with the songs people relate to it and it relaxes them and they can't do what we do sometimes depending on the people and that is where the like the the career comes in i guess it's weird eh?
1: yeah i wouldn't call my thing a career though (laughs) just because i because uh i'm doing all right (laughs) (laughs) do you have a day job i don't at the (laughs) present moment i just stopped doing a job but what was it I was working at Lush. It was just like a warehouse job.
0: Mega sense. like Lush. Oh. But was it, were the aromas in the warehouse? Oh, yeah. It... May. Yeah, I'd come home
1: and people were like, oh, my God, you smell so good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, my God, come here.
1: <laughs> oh, my God, I love the streetcar.
0: <laughs> I worked in a fish scaling factory Yeah. for half a day. Yeah. And I couldn't get the smell of fish out for like two that weeks. That would be bad. So people live, work there all their lives. Oh, my God. I would take Lush over Fish Factory. I felt so bad. No, maybe it wasn't... I I think I worked the whole day. One day, though. Yeah. And as soon as I got home, I was like, ah, uh, something, I got another job. I can't come back. And I did not have another job. That's fair. But you also fish scale and you work with this machine that goes like 100 miles a minute like making the scales fly off of the fish's body oh like and if that machine touches your fingers your fingers are gone
1: yeah i don't i can't be i can't do that so i I know i'm an idiot so i know me too Cut my hands off
0: that was the main thing i held that machine for one day and that was like i can't i still wake up in the middle of the night going (gasps) (gasps) yeah (laughs) Yeah. because i i could have yeah i've had
1: jobs where i'd have to like Cut sandwich meat and I could and I could I was like, I'm gonna cut myself. Kathleen know.
0: did that too. She worked at the deli section. Yeah.
1: Like a bat I just know it's gonna happen. Yeah. It doesn't matter how slow <sighs> I go. I just Oh Did you see the wrestler?
0: Um yeah. With Is, there Ricky that? Huh? Is there a deli scene? Does he He works in burn? a deli and he gets mad at one point and punches the cutter thing and cuts uh, his hand. Uh, yeah. My butthole hurts just thinking about that. <laughs> okay, that was pretty good. Should we let's summarize it again okay we, look sometimes we don't go super deep into the utopian world yeah but yours was just like a nice it summarized you pretty well and nice we talked slide. about a lot of cool things yeah i like it
1: some basketball you know people hanging out and it, doing what they want to do
0: yeah i like that it's hot sunny basketball uh pick up basketball get some exercise milkshakes everywhere get some carbs
1: Is like a milkshake of carb, carb, carb heavy, sugar I'm sure
0: there are carbs in it.
1: Okay. (laughs) But work it off. Indulge and then just work it off.
0: Shake it off. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. But yeah. And then, uh, but other people, you want to drink other stuff? It's around.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Hey man, I want people to feel comfortable. Yeah. I want you to have a good time.
0: There's tallies, there's shorties. No size discrimination. If you don't like basketball,
1: it's okay. Just hang out and talk to us.
0: Yeah. Yeah just watch us <laughs> <laughs> the beach boys yeah are around. beach
1: boys there even mike
0: yeah even mike but it's prime beach boys so he hadn't totally turned he into a turned shit
1: psychotic yet. don cherry yet
0: yeah and mike love if you ever listen to this for some weird reason we we this is how you. we feel you're you're okay Oh wait, we don't agree with you, but we are wrapping it up. But let me end with one thing. I cut you off, like I—I've been a chat. Okay, everyone listening, you know I've been a real chatterbox today. Sorry, but I'm having fun. But I think we got distracted. You didn't tell me your instance of seeing the Beach Boys. I told you mine. The Hula Oh, Bowl. I saw them
1: at. Um, I've seen Brian Wilson a few times. Oh, I like, nice.
0: which is we, uh, some for
1: the like the smile thing. Mm-hmm. I saw the pe- the Beach the sorry the Pet Sounds was that in the late 90s was it good tour. it was pretty good like it's weird
0: without the analog sound right
1: um it was i mean they're pro there is pros they're pros yeah so it was good i and actually like so i saw him for the smile thing and that was it was just weird because he kept on checking his watch like he can do something mid-song and he's like i don't want to be here tonight and kept on checking oh his watch. really <laughs> so that was funny and i saw him for the for the gershwin thing he did like that gershwin record and he was singing really well like other times he he was like covered by the other musicians who would sing is like the there's a guy there who sings his parts in unison with him so he's always covered yeah for that show he was singing like really well it was really beautiful interesting and that's i didn't even bother getting that record and i wasn't supposed to go to that show just like at the last minute someone's like here go to the show i have a ticket extra ticket and it was really good that's nice yeah, but I saw the Beach Boys 50th reunion tour at a uh, uh, Molson, you know. When was that? Yeah. Like three years ago. Was it good? Um, It was fun.
0: Brian Wilson was there?
1: Brian Wilson was there. Ah. Uh, but not looking good. It was uh. not in good form. He was so just does like, he just keep going up and down or what? I yeah, I think so. Like he still like has, you know, so has could deal with a lot of stuff.
0: Drug issues?
1: Just, like, mental health issues. Like. Yeah. And I think he still hears voices. Uh, Damn. But, and sometimes, some shows he's, like, there and he wants it to be. And in other shows, it's
0: pretty clear that he doesn't want to be there. In Wilson Park, it was kind of rough.
1: He was just, like, I don't know. Like, it also, like, sometimes he's in shape. I think that makes a difference. Because he looked, like, ah, like he just slumped over at the piano for the uh. majority of the show. Not even playing, really.
0: Yeah, it's weird. Like, they always, like, try to re promo something when he's got a new tour and they're always like look how, like you could tell that like look how good he looks as part of their push for it yeah or he's in like you're gonna see yeah. this fresh brian wilson yeah You'd, i do notice that it yeah happens learn. okay well we were wrapping it up and then i got sidetracked again because i i wanted to hear about that um anything else anything to promote coming up um besides I, the bunny album in april ish april that's about it
1: or i mean it's gonna be too late because
0: it's i hope that album gets huge because i have been listening to the songs for like two years in various forms and they're amazing thanks yeah anytime and then uh i don't know because you're deep in the scene here any local people you should shout out that we should check out um bart i'm sure a lot of people have heard bart
1: they kick butt uh, um, New Fries. They're a good band. I haven't yeah. been going to that many shows lately, but New know. Fries
0: and Bart you're always championing, yeah. Um
1: that's good. Um, who else? I don't know, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been to a show in a long time either. Like I, you know. Well, the I played one few
0: weeks ago but with Bart, before that
1: I hadn't been to a show <laughs> in like three months I
0: yeah know. i guess to me that's like sort of normal but i guess it would be bizarre if i didn't go to a comedy show in three months i'd feel weird <laughs> <lazy. laughs> yeah. um wow there was one more thing i wanted to s- ask and now i forget oh yeah since this was like a heavy episode and we spent a lot of the time or half the time maybe talking about that kind of stuff anything you want to leave a message you want to leave to everyone listening um, just be cool
1: man I don't know come on that's all old- I felt this way like this or the, I know it's colored by this past week and weekend but it's like are you fucking serious that's all I, I listen I love people but come on it's not it seems simple to me that you just I don't know I don't know what I'm talking about right now I just feel like it's pretty simple like Yeah. You know like love
0: is (laughs) like it should be easy.
1: Uh just yeah. That's all. Make an effort to be human to another human, that's all. Not even make an effort. You want you know, you want it, give it back.
0: I'm sorry, you're gonna have to edit this. No, I'm not editing it. It's that's how we feel right now. Yeah. We don't like most reasonable people don't know how to easily summarize something that should just be you don't even have to say it. It should just be how we live. It's
1: it's It's been really uh, upsetting the past few weeks. The past couple months. Well, all of our lives, really. <laughs> it's
0: just been building up to this horrible point in history. That's the thing, man. Being alive is hard. The world is... I always think of, like, Herzog. He, uh, you know Werner Herzog? Yeah. So in the making of Fitzcarraldo, this documentary, The Burden of Dreams, he's standing there talking about how... S- He's like, people think the jungle is beautiful and blah, blah, blah. He's like, it's, it's not. Yeah, it's, yeah it's like, it's murder. Yeah, it's yeah, murder, it's, it's savage. And I was like, this is the perfect analogy for all life. Because we are all creatures and it is hell. <laughs> 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 Maybe I'm going to leave it there. Yeah. But so, in the but, midst
1: of all uh, that, we can still, you know, treat each other with respect.
0: Yeah. Why let it be hell? Yeah. Try to love each other okay that was good (laughs) thank you all right everyone that was drew smith drew thanks so much for hanging out with me i mean geez you know like we had a good time just chilling out there on the couch talking about b-ball and the beach boys and all kinds of nice stuff that was fun guys if you like i said keep an ear out for a bunny that album's coming out in april and you can follow drew at bike drew b-i-k-e-d-r-e-w On Twitter. I think he uses it still regularly. I'm not sure, but maybe you'll get updates there or look out for him online. Anyways, uh, thanks again, Drew. And that was episode 67. Did you have fun? Did you fall asleep in a big bag of gooey french fries? Or what did you do? Did you run outside in this one sunny day? You guys don't understand. Like, I don't know when you're listening to this, but right now it's February 1st, 2017, in Toronto, and we finally have a little bit of sun. All right. It was, as most of you know, it was a dark dark january all right so this is nice i'm gonna put this podcast episode together put it out there and then i'm gonna go outside forever and get some fresh air on my uh withering face here's the thing thanks so much for tuning in all the time follow us on twitter tell people about the podcast i really appreciate all the compliments and every all the nice things people are saying so follow us at utopia to me follow me at chris lock fun a bunch of new stand-up gigs coming up all that stuff this year Keep him busy and pass it around and go outside, enjoy the sun, touch a tree, and then touch your head, okay? Thank you. Bye. Thank you.